Hello and welcome to the Happy Healthy Strong podcast. This is a podcast dedicated to helping you live a happier, healthier, and stronger life. Building a life that you love starts with you owning your health and intentionally creating the best version of yourself. So if you're looking to better understand how proper nutrition, daily movement, mindset work, and strength training can help you create a life full of happiness and health, then you are in the right place. I genuinely hope the tips, tricks, and information we share will be your catalyst for change. I'm your host, Lauren Heiser. It's time to dive in. Special rendition of Humming by Adam Lane. It was nice. Yeah, it's great. (laughs) What's today, Monday? Lauren, how are you? I'm good. It is Monday. We had snow apocalypse last night. We did. That was fun. That was fun. March, still snowy. Well, my, um, my, my blackout shades... Because mm-hmm. you know anyone who listens to this podcast knows how important sleep is. So, got to have your got to have your cold room. It's got to be dark. It's got to have some white noise. My blackout shades, the like drywall screw, like popped out of the drywall casing, the mm. plastic. Yeah. So blackout shades are no more right now, and I'm not putting them back up. Oh. So uh, it's very hard to sleep when there's a winter wonderland outside, so reflecting light. My yeah. room, it was like it was six a.m. all night. Yeah. Terrible. I fell asleep just fine, but <laughs> initially it was a little rough. Do you, so I started to, not only do we do the blackout, but yep. also I mask too. Yeah, um, I do mask. Um, I love the mask. If, but I, I've been doing it for so long. It's like I need a break. It's like I need, I need, I need deload weeks <laughs> from the mask. Is it? It's just annoying and it pops off and I can feel the pressure on my face and I just want to be free of it sometimes. I think you need a new mask. Well, probably. Uh, my really good one, Bear ate a long time ago, oh. so... I have to use my like subpar one that I got uh, from I don't know what like a ten dollar one, yeah. not the bougie thirty dollar silk. So I have the one from Sparta Science that we used to use when oh. they used to do the blindfold. Oh my gosh, yeah. Is is it like um, puffy so no. it's off your eyes? A little? It is. Yes, that's nice. See, mine are like flush. Oh yeah. I need it like like those um, COVID masks that are like faces almost. Yeah. It's kind of like that, but on your eyes, so yeah. it domes out. It's yeah, a little bit better. Which is nice. Yeah, because I have a um, what's the um. Uh, what's the weighted blanket? Oh yeah, gravity. Well, well, is that what, yeah, well, yeah anti anxiety, yeah, gravity, stress but blanket. I, I, I got a gravity eye mask. I'm like, oh, a few bucks more. I'm like, oh, why not? Oh. But it, it's so it's heavy. A, it's so heavy on your eyes. Like, oh my gosh, yeah, that would be terrible. Uh, so yeah, I, I thought it'd be nice. Like you know, I do like the gravity blanket. I like lots of blankets. I like the yeah feeling like I'm a polar bear. I'm the opposite. I have my bed jet, so my sheets are like poof. They're like marshmallows all night because yeah. the air is running through it. So it's like a dome. But it's heated. That is nice. <laughs> it is. You really should get one. We talked about no. this many times. Well, I went. You got the chili pad. I did. I know, but it's only cold. You got to have both. No, it can get hot. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, sweet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just don't use it hot. Fair enough. Yeah. I'm already hot already. I just keep my house at like 65 freezing, yeah. so I just I just turn it up a little bit of heat. It's only and I can. It's a timer, so it only turns on for like an hour. It gets me to sleep, yeah. and then it shuts off, and then I'm cold. Mm. But it's not so cold that I can't fall asleep. So will it stay at a specific yes temp? Okay, yeah, you get to set it exactly. Okay, it takes the room into account, so it is hard when my room is freezing. Like it always gives me a warning. It's like too hot for the room that you're in or whatever. And I'm like, well, that's oh. the point, right? It knows. It does, but yeah, it works fine. I'm excited for the the, the summer where yes, because I hate turning the air conditioning up really high. Mm-hmm. Back when I was a kid, we, we didn't have air conditioning. We did attic fan. Yeah. So all of you that had attic fans back in the day, it was like <laughs> a 
freaking gen engine that in the middle of the house that you open all the windows it would suck the suck the wind you know suck the air from outside through in, yeah. yes it okay. was it, it didn't matter we were sweating our faces off and yeah da, 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 that's i didn't i didn't grow up in squabbles i had air conditioning you, you did yeah Heiser <laughs> household we, we kept it cold eileen not a hot she doesn't like it hot well so i don't either but i don't i also don't want to keep it at 66 you know yeah during no, right. during the summer um so if we keep it a little warmer, my thought is that's where the chili pad is going to save me money, because um, then I can keep the chili pad chilly. Exactly. Super chilly. Use that electricity versus the whole house. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I agree. Because the air conditioning just yeah sucks it. So that's an excellent point. Yeah. So if you're looking for a way in which to save money on air conditioning, go go chili pad. Yeah. One of our sponsors. <laughs> but <Ba-dum. laughs> Not at all. We get zero dollars for talking about this. As I'm drinking my element electrolyte. <laughs> sip, sip, sip. Oh, boy. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how we got on that topic, but sleep. Yeah. Good, bad, the ugly. Yeah. Important. Sleep is good. What we are talking today yes. is, uh, we're talking about strength today. Lauren, you came upon some, some articles mm-hmm. regarding strength. Yes. Because I think there's a lot of confusion about, I don't know fitness and health and I want to get in shape and so mm-hmm. I'm going to buy a pair of running shoes from roadrunnersports.com and I'm going to you know, Hit the lace road. them up and I'm going to start to run. I, mean, I might just start walking first, but then I'm going to jog and then once I jog, then I'll run and then I might do a 5K and da, 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 da. none of that stuff that I just said is bad, but so many people end up getting hurt and da, 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 da. but specifically weight training. Yes. Reason why the gym is called Oak Strength and not Oak Fitness or Oak Cardio, Oak Strength, you found some very interesting things in regards to actual researched data Yep. and strength training. Yeah, so uh, just a little background. You know, whenever you see stuff pop up like healthline.com, men's fitness, and all this other type of stuff, and they have some type of article, uh, you definitely want to, uh, before you waste your time reading it, uh, I would recommend scrolling to the bottom and seeing if they have citations of where it's coming from. If not, it's like a random blogger who heard from a heard from a heard from a friend from a friend. Uh, this is, you know, something new that's going on, which is not always factual. So uh, just uh, like a week ago or so, Healthline, um, and at the top it says fact-checked, and you can, you can see that, that you can find the, the research that it comes from, and all the links are clickable, and the different doctors that are, are quoted, you can click and see who they are and stuff. Um, so it, some blogger wrote fact-checked at the top of their <laughs> No, Healthline. Oh, okay, Healthline that's good. Okay. Fact-checked, and then good. when you click it, it brings up what it means that all studies uh, from reputable peer-reviewed journals and the quotes and statistics will link to the reference to the mm-hmm. original source and all that type of stuff. So, yeah, funny. That, that is a big deal. I just read it. This is not completely with this, but the, read an article through the um, NSCA, and mm. at the end of it, they, they – you know, the authors had their little bios and stuff like that. And then yep. any type of possible, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Um, if, if it's an article about velocity-based training and I'm selling a velocity-based system. Oh, I yeah, when you have bias. Thank you. Yeah, any no. possible bias. Yeah, is that what it is? Yeah. I was thinking a different word. Well, okay. Anywho, biases. Yeah, well, because if, if, if there's uh, research funded by uh, the USDA yeah. and it's trying to show you that you should eat meat, yeah. That is a bias. Yeah. And so there might be a better word. You're right. There yes. is one. But um, it's competing interests, yeah. it, you know, whatever. So I was you, thinking something more negative. But anyway, but yeah. yes. But I, I think that's a big deal when it comes to um, uh, hopefully information <laughs> in, in the 21st century where, where, you know, 
you, you need to know where it comes from and, yeah. and whatnot. Sorry, I interrupted you. You're Keep fine. Going. So they have the big headline, yeah. less than an hour of strength training a week can lower your risk of death. Yeah. <laughs> Who isn't interested in that? Yeah. Very well put. I don't want to die. Straight to the point. I can lift. <laughs> Uh, so as you, as you look through the article, they're talking about, um, you know, doing 30 to 60 minutes of strength training mm. one more time, 30 to 60 minutes of strength training. That's one session, maybe two, maybe three, if you do 20 minutes at a time, but we're not talking very much here. Very s- small stimulus of movement of exercise, um, can help you stay healthy, which means reduce your risk of death or essentially anything that any markers of like all cause mortality. Yeah. So markers of inflammation, markers of um, you know, immune system upregulation, um, any, you know, cancer type markers, even elevated blood glucose can be a marker. There, there's tons and tons of options when you look at like a standard um, blood panel that would be markers of showing, you know, mortality being something in your in your future, yeah. more likely to die sooner, essentially. And uh, it's so cute. They go, strength training includes activities like squats, push-ups, and weight training. So we are specifically talking a little, a little biased in terms of strength, that is resistance training. Yeah. Yes, your body weight is resistance. And depending on where you're at in your training lifestyle, sorry, training history or training journey, I should say, initially your body weight might be enough, especially if someone's a little overweight. Yeah. You know, you have, you're, you're carrying around 50 more pounds than you need to. And then you do something like a push-up or an air squat. That'd be like me wearing a 50-pound vest, um, assuming that I'm at my set point or where what I should yeah. weigh. So we're... Just to give you background, thinking more along the along the lines of resistance training, so anything that's going to put resistance on the body. So we're talking barbells, kettlebells, dumbbells, maces, ropes, sleds. Um, you know, rowers and bikes and things to an extent have resistance, but that's a different purpose. That's yeah. more of an aerobic, a metabolic purpose. So we're thinking resistance training, strength training with adequate rest, yeah. so you can hit each set hard, and um, that that's what these re- these studies are referring to. Yeah. So. Overall, um, something important to note with, with this study is it's really cool to look at, they're called meta-analyses, meta-analyses, that's really hard to say with multiple S. Analyses? Sure, meta-analyses, we'll go with that. Um, and that just means they're taking multiple studies. When I say multiple, I'm talking like thousands, like 11,000 studies that were looking at X. We're going to group them together, sco- find correlations, and see kind of what's the overall trend of where the information is going. Because one study can have many co-founding variables and factors that can you know, deem it not, not as reliable mm-hmm. or not statistically significant. So um, the, the one that we're, we're looking at, this one is recent, no, six days ago, whatever. It's only 16. Mm-hmm. So it's a little low. We'd like to see more. There's one from 2019, which it was a huge one, and they studied 80,000 adults, whereas this study that we're looking at, um, what did they have? How many? Um, 16 studies. Mm, I think, oh, here we go, 480,000 people. So 400,000 less people. Still a really good amount. It's a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and so what they did is they, it, it's a, like a self-reporting questionnaire where they just said, hey, um, Here's a here's like a Google form doc. I'm simplifying. Mm-hmm. What type of strength training have you been doing? And they followed them for over uh, two years. Um, and then this the long the longest study they analyzed went on for 25 years, from 4,000 to 480,000 people they were looked at. And all in all, the point is the people that strength trained had uh, far less, um, 20% reduced risk of death. 20%. That that's that's yeah. substantial. Yeah. Uh, and they did at least 30 minutes per week. Yeah. 30 minutes 
of resistance training, stressor, positive stressor, use stress on your body, giving you 20% reduced risk of death over the study period. Um, and so a lot of them, they followed back up and, you know, people that were strength training over the, for the shorter studies over two years, they had no major health issues popping up versus the ones that maybe were reporting lots of cardio or no strength training or, um, being very sedentary. So, uh, there's, and, and when we say risk of death, there's a lot of things that go into that, right? Is it, is it risk of cancer? Is it cardiovascular disease? Um, for this specific study, they're just, they reduced all of those down to all cause, all cause mortality. So anything that, that can cause death. But there was a study done back in 2019 that um, was saying strength training twice a week reduced the likelihood of dying from cancer specifically by 31%. So that jumps another 10%. And this was a study of over 80,000 adults. Um, and they bumped it up to two times a week, whereas the other study was saying 30 minutes. So all in all, we're talking about you having a 20 to 30% reduction in how soon you're going to die, elongating, increasing your longevity, your ability to live by putting intentional stress on the body through the art of resistance training. So then my question is, why... Did they go into detail on on, on why with these? Because I'd like to speculate on why what on, on why why that's happening. Why oh. is somebody who is stronger lives longer, and why is somebody that is stronger more resilient to cancer, which seems to get anybody, yeah. regardless of you know age, gender, color, creed, da 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 da. Mm-hmm. Um, do they have things, or can uh, I just start spouting? You can off start things? spouting, but yeah, you got some. Okay, because yeah. I, I, I just listened to a podcast, uh, Power Athlete podcast, with Boyd Epley, who ran Nebraska strength conditioning forever, um, and the Nebraska circuits and, and stuff like that. Big strength training guy, uh, pole vaulter back nice. in the day, um, and then basically brought lifting to the University of Nebraska. And then um, was a strength coach with Tom Osborne when they won those national championships, and blah 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 blah. Um, but, but he was talking strictly from like a heart standpoint because um, they, they're even asking um he, I, I want to say boy do, do, do he's 75 ish or something right now also started the NSCA um boy yeah okay yeah, so he's he's done some things yeah. with some strength stuff but um and and not that he was demonizing cardio in any way shape or form but uh he's like no I you know when you you get under a barbell and, and lift a heavy weight like your 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 heart rate goes up to you know 160 170 180 with within a within a few reps like you know versus if you go out and do steady state cardio your you know your heart rate gets to 120 130 you know something like that again not that that's bad but like if you're able to drive your 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 heart rate your blood pressure up like you know when you like you know to to be able to for your heart to withstand that you know to train your heart like that to train you know your whole circulatory system in which to handle yes. you know this amount of of pressure that pressure, you, you, right. you you create and again it's very relative like Lauren was saying like if if if, if you do 10 squats and you're and you're 100 pounds overweight that's basically like doing you know 10 squats with with 100 pounds on your back for exactly. for somebody that's a, an appropriate weight so like again this is all relative so i none of this i, I don't want people to think like oh you know you Whatever you, you have to be a power lifter to do this, you know this this high level CrossFitter in which which to do this. So you, you you need to strength train. Whether you're my mom and you just need to pick up a bag of dog food, or you know my wife who you know lifts more and you know and front squats and back squats and deadlifts and and things like that, or yeah. you know or you know somebody that works for Aleco Barbell and lifts all the time and is. I love how you call them Aleco Barbell. Like mm-hmm. that's our name, Aleco. 
just a Laker. <laughs> Known for the barbell. Like Madonna. Oh. Yeah, like Prince. Prince. Yeah. <laughs> like Lauren. Oh, wait. But I, I just think it's interesting that, it, again, nothing against the cardio s- is stuff, but like specifically the, the, the lifting of, of stuff. So I, I can see hugely from a like cardiovascular disease piece. Yes. If, if you're at pressurization g- within the heart walls is yes. going to thicken the myocardial lining. Yes. 100%. And, and just make, make you more, more bomb-proof for stuff. Not, not only then going into if, if you are strong and you have a little bit of muscle mass on you and you go out to shovel the snow and you slip on the ice, somebody who isn't strength training, you know, doesn't have much muscle mass, all of a sudden they break a hip and yeah. they, they have to go to the hospital and they, they, they could get staff or, you know, something terrible. I'm just, you know, as opposed to somebody with a little bit more muscle mass, you know, again, yeah. not saying you're, you know, Olympic shot putter, but like they, they land, they, 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 they land on their beefy glute, you know, and they, they dust themselves off and they're sore and they complain a little bit, but then they get up and they finish the driveway. Um, yeah. so I could see so many different things happening with this, right. um, in, in the way of why, People who lift weights are, you know, twenty percent less likely of, you know, yeah. to die of all causes, you know, blah blah blah. Yeah, and it's funny. So, the, the, um, you know, as much as we sometimes rap on food guidelines and government guidelines being out of date and whatever, mm-hmm. for the low hanging fruit, they have a lot of stuff right. Absolutely. And um, the CDC recommends that the adults are encouraged to get two and a half hours of moderate cardio exercise weekly. Pause. Moderate cardio exercise, two and a half hours. To me. That's walking. Yeah. That is daily movement. Get out of your head yeah. in Orange Theory class, a boot camp, ropes mm. and sleds and biking and hit intervals. No, moderate. Moderate means I'm breathing a little bit. Maybe I'm on a 120, 130 heart rate range. Yeah. My aura ring tells me my heart rate when I'm walking, I get to about 120. Yeah. And I, I would say that's what the CDC is implying there. They're not saying... They're not, you said, that's how you interpret it. I yeah, think that's yeah. how they interpret because it Because then they say, or 75 minutes of vigorous cardio exercise. Yes. So. Yes. Uh, which, which could be, you know, going for a run or, you yep. know, hitting some bike intervals or. You and know. I would say not or, and, and with the and 75 minutes of, of vigorous cardio, I would truncate and sub that with, if you strength train correctly, it mimics it can mimic vigorous cardio within yep. your body per set, like Adam's talking about. Yep. If you know what you're doing, if you're if you're you're you know pushing pushing the right weights. Now you're not going to feel like you're doing vigorous cardio, but the way the heart is going to yep. work. Um, so so that that was my my next point. And then they say, oh yeah, and strength train two times per week. So they give no parameters on strength training. They give at least minutes and intensity, like rate yep. of perceived exertion for the cardio. For strength, yep. they're like just do it, and that's so misleading. This is strength. That coffee weighs mm. six ounces. That takes strength. My muscles had to contract to lift that. Yeah. So um, a lot more needs to be said on what we mean by strength training and what proper strength training is to elicit these responses yeah. in order to help reduce things like all-cause mortality. Yeah. So back to the study, that's the issue. It's self-reported. Someone could say, I strength train, and to them it could be, no hit on this, lifting five-pound dumbbells twice a week. For that person, that might be enough. Yep. But again, it's it's a wide variety, and uh, we're talking about really trying to push the envelope on how can I be my healthiest self, and how can I, you know, have the most most longevity or basically the most fulfilling life. Versus, I, I would hate for someone to spend twenty minutes twice a week doing something that's getting them half the benefit yeah. because they don't know, mm-hmm. and because uh, then you're just you're. I will never say it's wasted time. Any movement, anyone starting anywhere, trying anything is excellent, but you could be getting so much more bang for your buck if you know 
what, how your body needs to be pushed, where you're at. And that's why a coach and a gym and a program is, is honestly so important. Starting out great, get your feet wet, do stuff. But when you finally hit a point where you're like, okay, I don't feel like I'm changing. I don't feel like I'm adapting. I don't feel very challenged. Then it's time to, you know, get, get help. And, um, that has to be something that you kind of internally reflect on and see where I'm at in my journey and what next steps do I want to take? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, so to your, to Adam's question, circling way back. Did uh, I have a question? Yeah. They only have a couple things. They Mm -hmm. say exercise strength training is a key factor in preventing cancer. It aids in lowering hormones like estrogen and insulin. That's beneficial because increased levels of these correlate with cancer. In progression, uh, insulin is a very growth factor. Uh, it, it has to do with storage, and it has to do with really creating things. And so, uh, cancer thrives on that. They they love that because it's a storage hormone, and it can it can hijack it and then use that to get places they need to go and proliferate and grow. So um, that's one thing they say. And then also, and to, and to yeah. be able to lift weights, mm-hmm. and, and 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 you're better with this than I am, but to 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 lift weight and get that hormetic response that insulin response yeah. from the lifting weight I, w- I would think would help instead you get growth factor yes so insulin like growth factor that's going to be causing things that we want to grow grow yes. like lean muscle yes. and uh obviously strength is going to come alongside that and the more lean muscle we have that's you only have so much in your body yeah. so if you have muscle it's taking away from something else yeah. so fat is now being oh we don't need this fat anymore I, i'm not sitting around in a cave waiting for winter and just building up my fat stores because, oh, I have food and I'm moving and I I'm have this, this, this adaptation, yeah. sorry, this um, stressor on my body causing me to adapt and mm-hmm. change. And uh, with that, it's surprisingly, if you do it right, it can actually reduce inflammation. Yeah. Inflammation builds up when we are sedentary. Our cells actually start to get stiff. Yeah. And when our cells are stiff, our cells aren't able to do what they need to do. So when you move daily it actually helps the cells flow and, 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 and be more adaptable and stiffness is hardening of the arteries is cardiovascular disease. So many other things. Um, so of course there's so much overlap, but with, with the strength training, it's going to reduce inflammation. It's going, it's huge for our immune system response. Mm -hmm. We have like our innate immune system that we're born with, and then we have our adaptive immune system. And when you do, this is, this is great. When you do running, your immune system is depleted far more high intensity interval training or highly aerobic. Your Mm. immune system is down for much longer versus weight training. It's a small dip and it comes back stronger. So apples to oranges here, but weight training has a very different response on your immune system. And then the climate we're living in and talking about cancer and and, and these things specifically, weight training is going to come out on top. And that's why I, I see it time and time again. My marathoners and ultra runner, they are constantly sick, constantly looking worn down because they're not doing it right. I'm not saying you can't do it right, yeah. but it's mm-hmm. very hard if you don't think about all these factors. Yeah. Yeah. If you're an ultra-distance person who lifts weights, hey, now we're now we're going the right way. Or having adequate right recovery way. or yep. really having specific fueling strategies and sleep mm-hmm. strategies and electrolyte strategies. Like, yeah. there's so much that goes into that because yeah. you are just hammering that immune yeah. system. Yeah. It's so taxing. Yes. It's so taxing. Yeah. And, and weight training can be, too. It can yep. be. Don't get us wrong. It can be done wrong. Yeah. But it's a lot harder to mess up. Yeah. Because, honestly, starting out you're not strong enough to mess it up yeah. and your muscles will just give out. I guess you could argue the same thing for running, but even running, you can just go slower and yeah. slower and slower. If, if any of you've experienced it, you're doing squats and squats. Eventually your muscles are start cramping and you just can't do anymore and yeah. you have to stop. Yeah. So it's, you, it's you very You put down different. the dumbbell, you, you rack exactly. the barbell, exactly. something like that. R- running, you're right. You can kind of find that like, like, Oh, I can hang here. Yeah. And well, just keep, 
the the LSD zone of yes. long slow distance of just you know I just keep trudging Trucking away. Along. Yeah. Um, which again is not the worst thing in the world, but if you do that all the time, you know you're just beating yourself up more and more and more. And yeah, you know, to your point with the you know growth factor and growth hormone and yep. and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. And so when you pair all these things together, that's going to put your body in the best place to ward off disease and like like cancer. Um. But also, uh, it can it can slow weight gain. Yeah. Well, okay, that's kind of a fu- funny finding. Obviously, if I'm working out and doing things I need to do, weight gain is going to be harder. But that's not always the case. Sometimes mm-hmm. over over exercising, as Adam and I have talked about, kind mm-hmm. of your stress buckets and what you have, yeah. can your hormones on exactly, yeah. and yeah. it mm-hmm. can increase weight gain or just make you maintain and feel like you can't get where you want to get. So, um, long story short, we are just trying to help you understand that all training is not created equal. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason oak strength is oak strength. And when we talk about strength specifically, strength doesn't involve doing always, <laughs> involve doing things super fast, super hard every single day. Yeah. It is periodized, it is planned, and it is specific. And um, for, for the, the outcome we are, we are trying to get, which yeah. is really increased strength, yeah. which means increasing muscle mass, which means increased expression of the muscle mass that you have to the fullest capacity to be the best human you can be. Yeah. So uh, strength training is awesome. Yeah. And cancer is just one example of the millions of things it helps. Yeah. And, and you know, we almost made jokes like, hey, it's it's not called Oak Fitness. It's not called... Yeah. We, we really looked into... I, we were part of a, a business group early on. Um, and when we were... I don't want to say sharing business names and stuff like that, but you know, when you, you look at different, like, yeah, what are they hey, doing? What are they? Yeah, this is I kind of like what they're, you know, and it, like it, it was recommended to us from 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 the higher ups that you know, hey, Adam, if you if you, if you call it Oak Strength, it's going to sound like a, a bodybuilding gym. Mm. It's going to sound like a powerlifter gym. Back. Yeah, and and you know, you're, you're trying to train, you know, very average adults, normal humans. Yeah, you know, to. To, to get stronger and feel better and get more out of life and et cetera, et cetera, you, you should change it to Oak Fitness or, or something like that. Yeah. And that's fine. Um, Heather and I really did not like that because that's not what, like, one, knowing, you know, research and information like this and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that, like, we, we really feel that the, the base of the pyramid is strength. And that's so, again, that's pulling a sled strength or pushing a sled strength or squatting strength or they said heavy know, gardening, heavy gardening, in, you know, in the, in the, well, in the article, <laughs> you know, to, to, to load up a, a you know, yeah, huge you know, barrel of mulch exactly. and, you know, whirl around and throw the mulch around and stuff like that. You know, I, I, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I, I think, and that, that's where I really like, I'm really proud of us for not wavering on that. Yeah. Um, cause we, we had a lot of people in our, in, in our group that did change that they're no longer, you know, blankety blank. They're, they're seas town fitness, you know, and which is fine. I don't care. I'm not judging, but like, I, I, I really like, again, th- th- there's a reason why it's, <laughs> you know, oak and strength and strength. People like may this, get like confused, but hopefully that encourages <coughs> them to reach out. And then you talk to That's them. Why we have pictures on and Instagram. And you can explain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So when they see Sarah deadlifting, they understand that we're not a powerlifting gym. You know, um, no offense to Sarah. Sarah can pull some weight. Yes, but, she can. Um, you know, so just you know, going with that. I, I just think that strength is so. I, I'm 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 optimistic for the next ten-ish years because I I do think that with the advent of CrossFit, it got barbells in people's hands that never would ever have touched barbells ever yes. in their life, um, specifically females. It's yep. all of a sudden cooler to be strong it's cooler to have you know 
hamstrings and quads and yeah. glutes, you know, and and because back in my day growing up, that was not a cool thing at all. You know, no. girls wanted thigh gap and and that stuff, and they 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 ate nothing and they literally did cardio. Um, we go into the high school weight room, and there would never be a female in the weight room, never, Wanted, never, never, yeah. unless they got lost and they were trying to find English and they ran into the weight room by chance. But yeah. like, like never was was that a thing. Now we have. Barbells in, in females' hands, they're they're lifting weights. Guys, too. Sorry, guys, I'm not leaving you out. Um, and and I, I'm optimistic to see with, with more research like stuff like this coming out, uh, I'm excited to see this continue push for that, that strength training piece because that's the thing that's going to keep you healthy, keep you not injured. Um, I mean, again, you don't – got to watch, and you, and you got to get coached and, and, and do the good things. Um, but, man, from a from a longevity standpoint yeah. – um, what what a what a beautiful thing because this is, I don't think this is new but I I feel like more and more of this research is coming out and and people are seeing it and it's getting airtime it. it is yeah it is and uh, something I think is really interesting uh, along that like you just said longevity standpoint uh, the lowest risk of all cause mortality was around very exact eighty two minutes a week of strength training oh. so uh, to me something I've talked about on the podcast repetitively for the past couple months is I literally try to do twenty minutes a day the other day my workout was like six sets of five push press with some like planks in between. And it maybe took me 15 minutes plus a warm up and cool down. So there we go. 20 minutes of strength training Uh, that day. I wasn't gonna do anything. So I'm like, Oh, in my head I have, you know, I competed for a long time and I have to do my, my main set and my accessory set. And and like, I have to do all these different things. And for me to do one movement really, really well. Yeah. It makes my skin crawl. Like to me, it's not enough. But if you think about 80 minutes, that's four 20 minute sessions. Yeah. That's working out every other day. Yeah. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And they're saying that was the magic number for the lowest risk of all-cause mortality. Furthermore, uh, it did not – sorry. Lower all-cause mortality was not associated with greater – increasing the volume or going greater than two times a week. Yeah. And I have I, – I forgot the guy's name. There's some guru who was, like, highly competitive, whatever, and now his thing is he does a lot of, of – uh, time-restricted eating or fasting protocols, mm-hmm. and he literally strength trains twice a week. And now, understand his training base. Yeah. Uh, someone who could, who, who could deadlift 600 pounds. Mm-hmm. But now he literally worked 60 minutes two times a week because he wants longevity. Yeah. And he is the healthiest he's ever been, sleeping the best he's ever slept. Um, and so it's very uh, – it pulls me. I love working mm-hmm. out. I love movement. And so it's really hard for me to say, oh, just two times a week. Now that's not taking into effect everything else you're going to yeah. do. Um, walking a ton more, man, if I'm not think about driving to the gym, working out, driving back post like workout meal, food, all that stuff. If I was just at home and I was able to move on a mat or go for a walk Mm -hmm. or go play on the playground, it's just a much more complete circle of life. But it all the crux of it is it has to be there. Strength training must be there, but we just maybe need to, I do. I strongly think we need to rethink how much is needed and how to, quantify that volume appropriately for everyone because uh, we're on a high of more, 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 more. And slowly people are starting to realize, Hey, I can feel pretty good and I don't need to do as much. Uh, But it's even hard for myself as a coach. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I I think that's, hundred. You said 80, 81 minutes. So mm-hmm. in, in essence, you divide it by four. I could divide by two. Like that, that could be yeah. two sessions of going to the gym. Like yep. if, if you're a gym goer, which I, I think that's a good idea, you know, to two sessions and, yep. and that'd be good. Cause not during the entire time. I mean, again, 81 is kind of like 
Is that include, 82. Is, it, is, is that warm up? That's is that what cool I was just down? thinking. Yeah, like, know, is that da, 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 da. actual, right? Once you throw in all, you know, all the you know all the other stuff, the, you know, yeah. the stretching component and blah, 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 blah. I mean, you're up to two hours. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think really you, you hit, and, and honestly, our most popular memberships at the gym are, are two and three day a week memberships. Um, yeah. Like, you, you don't need to come five days a week. I mean, you could. You can. I don't know. I'm not going <laughs> to tell you not. Right. But, like, you know, d- depending on... It, if people are doing that, they probably have goals outside of just longevity stuff. They mm-hmm. they want to compete in a Spartan race, or they want to compete, um, I don't know, in a marathon or ultra distant thing, or or jujitsu, yeah. or you know, I something. No, they want to do something, um, or they're younger or something like that. Because again, I th- I think eighty minutes is is relative, depending on like. Are you twenty years old? or Are you sixty years old too? Like it's well, kinda... that, yeah. I mean, I can I can try to look into that, but they had a very broad range of people yeah. in the study, so that that's interesting too. Because yeah. I'm just wondering. I don't know. Yeah, and that's saying you can't you, you can't get great results being twenty years old lifting two times a week because you, you definitely can't. Um, and so I don't know. you're just a little biased, and you're a little bit more of a I, performance I, mindset, I, and well, that's fine. Well, and, and that's your experience, and not so much performance. It's more of a I, I find when I'm on my A game and I. You know, and I'm working out. I eat better. I sleep better. And, right. And so only having two of those days yeah. can make the other five yeah. go to the wayside. Because you did even mention, you know, what, what weight cream and stuff. Like I, I woke up this morning. It had snowed. Um, so you shoveled. Yeah. It, well, I did not. <laughs> oh. I, I, I didn't, jumped didn't ahead. that much. No, but I threw, threw on a weight vest and, and did a little 20 minute walk around our oh, uh, yeah. thing just to, yeah. Um, the boys were going to go with my, my in-laws today, so I didn't have to make breakfast. And so had more time. Uh, yeah, yeah. I had a little bit more time. And so that's what I did. So there's, there's 20 of my, my 80 minutes on the week. Um, but, but yeah, little stuff like that. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be gym and, and, yeah. and heavy back squatting and, and, and stuff like that. But, yeah. um, I, I do think that this lifting weights is going to continue to, become more and more prominent yes. and, and you know, people are more open to it. Yes. I find that with my clients, I have a lot of female clients that are resistant mm-hmm. for numerous reasons. Um, I think the biggest is insecurity of not feeling yeah. ready to mm-hmm. use the weights or feeling stupid for doing yeah. it wrong. Mm-hmm. But, um, more and more, uh, I even had, had some clients sending me an article like, Oh, look at this thing on weight training. And you know, she's now two months into me writing some mm-hmm. at home, made her, had her get up to like a 35 pound kettlebell yeah. and just doing some home workouts. And it's really cool to, to see that switch. The, the hardest thing is, though, when people start doing that, this is just a total aside, we don't have to dive into this yeah. deeply, but initially with me, she lost a bunch of weight mm-hmm. in my eyes for how much she weighs, you know, uh, four to five pounds. And now it's gotten back up. So she's weighing what she weighed when she came into me, mm-hmm. came into to seeing me. And um, the only difference is tons of walking, strength training, and extreme improvement in quality of her food. Good. But she came to me to move the scale. Yeah. And composition-wise, pictures-wise, before and after, I see huge differences. I can see shape in her waist, yeah. and it's not straight. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just really hard to realize that composition change is internally what your body yeah. is doing. Mm-hmm. Far more important than an arbitrary number on the scale. Yeah. Important factor. Um, you know, there's in-bodies and things mm-hmm. like, you, yeah. like you have. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we can really track that and show, hey, yeah, your weight's the same. But look, right here, it's showing you. You're yeah. this percent muscle and this percent fat. Uh, but just another cool thing of increasing skeletal muscle mass, which leads to my next thought. The study talks about decreasing uh, diabetes risk by mm-hmm. 17% because you have more muscle mass. And if you didn't know this, muscle mass is the uh, primary primary place of glucose metabolism. So if you are skinny fat, mm-hmm. which means maybe you are a lean physique, but just kind of uh, there's not a lot of, of muscle on you, mm-hmm. you are going to be actually more risk yeah. of getting diabetes because 
glucose is just in your body and it has nowhere to go but being stored. And fat, if you didn't know, is inflammatory. Fat can send more signals in your body to increase cytokines and inflammation markers, which goes back to the beginning of our talk. That's going to increase bad hormones. Mm -hmm. It's going to increase insulin sensitivity because insulin's like, I don't know where, uh, sorry, insulin resistance. I don't know where to put everything. The fat stores are full. Can I say cancer risk to that too? Uh, Yeah. Fat, cancer loves fat. Can I say that? Uh, I'm not going off the bandwagon there. I don't know. Cancer loves, I mean, I guess it could. It's a... Uh, easy place to get into and uh, and proliferate, but cancer is going to have a better job or a, an easier time of growing in a body that has a depressed immune system yeah. and has more inflammation, yes. which a fatter body will have those things. Yes. So yes. Yes. That's where I was going with that. Yep. Sorry. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So point being, you want to increase your skeletal muscle mass. That's a, That should be almost your primary aim in life with mm. secondary moving a ton. Yeah. Moving, moving 10 times more than you think you should. Mm-hmm. 5,000 steps a day, that's a joke. Yeah. I even struggle to get that but sometimes. But not 10 times more because that'd be 50,000 steps. That's Thank you. Be, okay. Hey, math guy. I know. Sorry. Hey, there's... I, I'm a little literal. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just... Uh, we, we, we overcomplicate it, but strength training has so many benefits on so many levels and correlations to so many things. And it can take you as little as 60 minutes a week or... As much as, you know, 80, 120, mm-hmm. if you really want to b- bump it up there. Yeah. But you don't really need to go more than that. So stop thinking it's this mountain of just like, oh, I can't work out five days a week, so what's the point? No, there's a point. Work out once a week. Do that yeah. for a month. Then work out twice a week. You could cruise there for six months. Yeah. Prove to yourself you're going to keep doing it and see how your body changes. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 don't, I think it's interesting, too, because I, I, I'm seeing, again, just through the years of fitnessy things and, and, and stuff like that, what, what we made the running – Mm-hmm. argument there yep. um the people lace up their shoes go out run and the, the chance of getting hurt running is so much higher than the chance of hurting yourself lifting weights yeah and i, I think that's a couple fold in the sense of if you I mean, there, there's nobody i shouldn't say there's nobody people don't go and find run coaches they don't find pose running coaches they don't come talk to adam uh, and be like hey how should i run what does my form look like how far should i go da, 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 da. there are training plans that you get online through hellhigden.com but it's not like it just you know, just a program that's like, ah, try this. Yeah. Um, and if you hang, if you hang on, you hang on and, 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 and that'd be a good thing. If people start weight training and they don't know what they're doing, they either a find somebody or B, they go to the internet, you know, and, and, and they Google how to barbell squat or how to lift with kettlebell or how to use dumbbell or something. And, and they find, and, and it's not that hard to look at your phone and look in the mirror and be like, Oh, yeah. am I doing what I'm, Supposed to be, oh, that looks pretty good, you know. To, and even as long as they're not like going too insanely hard and form is okay, like typically they're just they practice the movement, they get better, they get stronger, yeah. And then all of a sudden, they're which is something that they don't get in the you know, in the I, I keep picking on running, I'm sorry, running, I love you. Um, you're passionate about I, it, it's fine. I, 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 well, and I want people to, 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 to run well with that, you know. It, it, obviously, the less risk of you know, if you're if you're biking. Swimming's kind of a weird one where, like, that's, like, a f- very form-centric, you know, cardio piece, too. But typically, you don't have people who swim at the YMCA at 5 a.m. if they weren't at least on the swim team back yeah. in high school. Yeah, yeah, um, And have some semblance of some knowledge of, right. of something. Um, so, I don't know. I, I'm, ex- I'm excited for strength training over the next 10 years. I'm excited to see what happens, and yep. it continues to, to, to blow up. And because it's – I think it's that gosh darn important. And, yeah, you know, yeah. So I guess overall, our point is – Build your training around a foundational strength training program. You yeah. want to do other stuff. You want to do HIT, boot camp, orange theory types, yep. great. But you need a strength base. And the other thing we haven't talked about is with strength, to Adam's point, with running and form and skill. Strength is a skill. 
every movement pattern you do is a skill. And when you are literally strengthening, like the unique thing about weight training and resistance training that makes it so beautiful is that you can do the same thing, perfect it and challenge it just by adding a little bit of weight to the exact same pattern that you do over and over again. Last podcast, we did talk about, well, there's also variations, all the different, you know, cool things you can do, but keeping it super simple, just kind of five, three, one style (laughs) Uh, and Mm -hmm. increase, increase the, the weight as you go and you're going to get stronger, but in a safe way. So it's going to prime and ingrain movement patterns that are going to carry over into your everyday life. And I don't know how many people, I should say myself included, when I'm really overtrained, it's so silly, but it's the most thing that happens most often. I lean over to brush my teeth and my back spasms a little bit. And that I'm like, I'm, I'm hinging. I'm deadlifting like an idiot. I know it's funny. I've Lauren been, brushes her teeth very aggressively. I know. I'm, ta- I'm not even. I'm talking about just like folding <laughs> over and like, gra- like lazily grabbing my toothbrush. And I'm like, oh, I back squatted yesterday. Mm-hmm. And, that's, and so it reminds you and you start to learn the carryover of, oh, when I bend down to pick up this barbell, that is how I should bend down to tie my shoes mm-hmm. or grab the trash or grab my toothbrush. It's super silly. But um, there's just, apart from the medical and disease and health benefits, just everyday life, mechanics, performance, function, living, it helps improve. Yeah. Keeps you happy, healthy, strong. That's right. See how I brought that around? I did. (laughs) You could just let it go, but (laughs) then you said something more. I did. (laughs) Hopefully people are still listening. I think so. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. Guys, thanks for listening. Over and out. Catch you on the next one. That's all we have for you today. If you have questions, want to chat, or are interested in seeing what we're up to between episodes, head over to Instagram and follow at lauren.rxtn and at oakstrength. Together, we are two companies committed to elevating your health and fitness. If you like this episode, please share it with someone who wants to live happy, healthy, and strong. If you really liked it, subscribe and review our Happy Healthy Strong podcast on iTunes. Be sure to tune back in next week and remember to keep owning your health.